lift your hands to heaven. We worship you. We adore you. King of kings and Lord of lords. Receive all the honor. All the adoration. Come on, just for two minutes. Just listen to me. Listen to me. Never replace programs for His presence. His presence is more important than a program. For two minutes, I want you to start to pray in the Spirit. Come on. Pray in tongues all across this place. Come on, pray, 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 pray. We worship you. We glorify you. We glorify you. Son of David, have mercy on us. Worthy, worthy.
Jesus till every dark addition starts to break thank you Lord declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus before we're going to get to the, the word. Um, Faith City is busy growing in bounds and in leaps. So I want you to, to, to know that there will be space for you every time you come. <clears throat> we are busy uh, with plans on expanding and opening up and bringing more aircons and more seats and there's a lot of changes still coming. God is in this place and I can't explain to you what's busy happening. So you have to pray for us after this service. 
I get on a plane, I fly out to Durban, I preach there tonight, I preach there Monday night and Tuesday night, fly back here, Wednesday I'm here. Um, we, we drove back from uh, Uppington Friday night after the service, right through the night. You know, we were supposed to, you know, I, I was supposed to start off and give it over to somebody else, but, uh, you know, I just, and uh, we got here, and uh, we're back here today, and what a privilege it is to be at Faith City. For all the new people, if you are here for the first time, if you just quickly lift your hand very high, can we give them a God bless you, Faith City? If, you, if you're here for the first time, just keep your hands lifted up quickly at the asses, just quickly come past you. Um, I, I want to say to all the new people, this is not an ordinary church. In this place, we shout, we dance, we run, we cry. Amen. We roll, we, we do what the Word of God says. In this place, there's liberties. I want you to understand that if you're part of Faith City, you can have liberty in this place. There's no religion in this house. I say there's no religion in this house. Religion is illegal in this place. Thank you so much. Religion is illegal in this place, by the way. So, um, a couple of things that happened, uh, I saw in Uppington, if I can just quickly say this, that most people don't realize when you travel somewhere else, you fight every devil of hell. Satan does not want to see people saved and healed. So, um, they, you know, sometimes you come in places, there's a big resistance. So people fight, the devil fight, religion fight. You can say Jesus is alive and some people will just look at you like. There was a guy there, listen to me, he has hearing aids. He's deaf in his ears, he needs hearing aids. So he came out and he said to me, I'm angry at God. God had gave me this. The Lord said to me, tell him to take it out. I said, take out your hearing aids. God said, don't pray, speak to him. I have a whole conversation with this guy. His hearing aids is in his hand. I said, I said, I said to him, I said, I'm having a conversation with you. Your hearing aids, he's got a friend next to him. He says, but he still needs the hearing aids. I said, get a better friend. You need a new friend. There was a woman that came out. She needed a cornea. So over her eye, you could see there's another, like another color. Started pray, praying for her. A friend shouted, look at your eye. It's changing color. It's changing color. There was a girl there. I prayed for this girl uh, before, when I was there before. She was still smaller. She was born without eardrums. Without eardrums. Her mom brought her back in Uppington to come show us what the Lord has done. She's got brand new eardrums in her ear. Brand new eardrums. And... Uh, 90%, 90% of those people gave their life to Jesus Christ. 90%. And uh, I saw something happening there. It broke my heart. And uh, I said, this, this is guys that preaches the word of God. That doesn't live the way they should live. Drinking, preachers, putting speaking bad things about their wives, speaking about other women. And I thought to myself, now I understand why God sends me to the, to the nation of South Africa. Because our people are dying. Jesus says my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. 
and we need the knowledge of God's Word. Listen to me right now. What's happening outside of the world is crazy. We're living in dangerous times, spurious times. And I want to ask before I get, I'm going to get to the next step of the service. Look me in the eye quickly. Hear the warning of the Lord. Get your house in order. Satan comes like a thief. He tries to destroy and kill. But I want to tell you right now, I've got bad news for the devil. I said, I've got bad news for the devil. He was supposed to kill me when he wanted to kill me. I said, he was supposed to kill you when he had the chance to kill you. But I've got bad news for him. This is the hour for the church. I said, this is the hour for the church. Victory is ours. Hallelujah. And we are not going down without a fight. We are taking territory. We are expanding. Come on. We are moving forward. Tell your husband. Say, hey, husband, our joy is returning this morning. God is about to do something for us. All over the world, people are busy dying. They have no answers. They don't know what to do. This is why Jesus Christ is our only hope. He's our only salvation. Come on, He's our only power. He's our only source. And we, when we stay close to Him, I said when we stay close to Him, no devil from hell would be able to withstand. Hallelujah. I feel like preaching this morning. So um, I want to ask the other thing that I need to just remember quickly. For the youth that's here on a Friday night, every youth, every single one that's part of the youth on a Friday night, I want to ask you just to stay after the service. Five minutes. Parents, we will be five minutes. Um, I didn't just want to speak to them. And then we're going to do the offering. We're going to come and worship God with our finances. Thank you, Cecil. Hallelujah. This must be the exciting time this morning when we, when we, give, on, when we give unto the Lord. And in this church, this is the rules of this house. Here we give not grudgingly. Not because somebody forced us to give. Here we give because we are lovers of God. And we believe the word that is better to give than to receive. Amen. And so we honor the Lord. And the month of March for us as a family. And I want to challenge you. must be a month of sacrificial sacrifice unto the Lord. I said the month of February is favor. Absolutely, that was favor. I said that was favor. That was a month of, of favor. And this month will be the month that I believe that God wants His church. That's what the Lord spoke to me about. Sacrificial sacrifices. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to show you see these details on the screen. Our banking details. Buckets in the front. And then Irvin is right there in the back of the card machine. For those of you who want to use that. Come as the Lord leads you. Thank you.
God. Lord, we thank you for every single seed sown. Thank you for the opportunity of honoring you with seed. For we declare, Lord, breakthrough for your people. Each sower, Lord, will receive their reward. Thank you that the as finest has come, Lord, that it enables your church to preach the gospel until Jesus returns. And Lord, we thank you for the harvest of souls, even for tonight. In Jesus' name, the people of God said amen and amen. Hallelujah. Now, I, I believe that when for the last two months, God spoke to me about the church and the church walking in victory, total victory. The church is supposed to be the head and not the tail. The church is supposed to be the voice of God on the earth today. If we apply kingdom principles, God will give us godly blessings. Say amen if you believe me. Now, I want to show you something in scripture today. And I'm going to take a couple of stuff. But my prayer for you is that the Lord will knock you out of joy. Now, now let, me, yes, let me just get here. Before anything can happen for you today, you'll have to put a demand on the anointing of God. You'll have to release your faith. You'll have to look to your neighbor and say, you don't look hungry enough. Therefore, I'm getting into your place. I'm receiving your blessing too. I'm speaking to somebody right now. God does nothing when there's no faith. When there's a hunger and a desperation in the atmosphere, miracles happen. So you better tell your neighbor, you better get hungry for God. You better put a demand on the anointing of God. For God is about to do something for you. Shout yes. yes. So the church of Jesus Christ has been given all authority. Say with me, all authority. I will never forget when I was struggling with deep depression. The one night I was in my prayer room and I cried out to God. I said, Lord, deliver me. You know what God said to me? Most people would want God to say, okay, here I come. You know what God said to me? Help yourself. I gave you all authority. I gave you all power. Use it. And when I took my authority, I rebuked that devil. And let me tell you something. The prison left. He took his mother. He took his brothers. And he left. Because whom the Son of Man sets free, is free indeed. Now let me start off by telling you this, that the gospel is living. And if Jesus Christ is alive, who believes that Jesus is alive? then the church needs to be alive. God is not in dead churches. The devil sometimes is not even in dead churches. Come on, we are receiving from the hand of God today. I want to show you something in the book of Matthew. Matthew 16. By the way, I would like to call this message, But at Midnight. That's it, But at Midnight. So I want to quickly share with you before I'm going to read that on the screen. So just, um, let me just, uh, uh, take that off quickly. I'm going to just share something and then we're going to get back to this verse. So keep your finger at Matthew 16. Here comes a question that Jesus asked Peter. Before Peter was Peter, he was called Simon. He said, Simon, who does man say that I am? In other words, what does man see about me? What do I reveal to them? Come on, what revelation did I receive? Simon said, Lord, some call you a prophet. Some call you Jeremiah. And some call you this and some call you that. And, and Jesus says, all right, so what do you say about me? When I spent time with you, you saw miracles happen. You saw the dead being raised. 
the deaf hear, the blind see, the cripple walk. I want to know what revelation did you receive from me? And the first time ever, somebody stood up and said, you are the Messiah. You are the Messiah. I said, you are the Messiah. Jesus said, Simon, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my Father in heaven, now I want to tell you that when I'm through with you, you'll no longer be Simon. You'll no longer be defeated and rejected and alone and broken and hurt. I'm going to tell you and reveal your identity to you. I'm going to show you that all authority has been given unto you. Somebody, somebody needs to help me preach in this place. I'm going to show you that it's not over when the devil says it's over. I'm going to show you that you have the victory of whatever you declare illegal. is illegal on the earth. You see, you can never, ever, 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 ever face the devil unless you have a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. The devil will come with sickness and disease because you have no revelation that he's the Lord, your healer, the one who crushes the enemy's head. When he said the final word, you are the Messiah. Now listen to this. Now I'm changing your name. I'm going to give you a name called Peter. Peter will be called Rock. And Peter, I'll build my church on you. Now, uh, can you imagine in today's time what Jesus said? Peter, I'm going to, in the middle of COVID, I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell will not... Peter, when the rest is... Peter, when the rest is in hiding... When the rest preach fables and lies and doctrines of demons, I'm about to build my church and to release something for the church like the church has never seen before. I'm about to shift the atmosphere over the church worldwide. Peter, I'm raising up a remnant, a powerful church. A powerful church that will be the hope. Listen to me right now. You will not come to this church and hear a sad message. You are victorious. You are more than a conqueror. Jesus says that we need to equip the church. You are being equipped every single day. That when the devil comes and attacks, you have the authority to say, Devil, somebody's going to move and it's not me. Satan comes to attack and what do we do? We just allow it. Listen to me. We just allow it. But Jesus says, Peter... I am giving you the keys. I am disarming Satan. Every principality and power I make null and void. And I leave the decision with the church. When he says, I give you the keys, he says, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. In other words, whatever you deem illegal on the earth is illegal. Sickness is illegal. Lack is illegal. Brokenness is illegal. God speaking to you. Fear is illegal. It's not until the church says this is illegal. When you decide that the devil must back off. Let me speak to somebody. You are fighting an enemy who does not have the keys to his own house. I give you the keys 
to the kingdom whatever you call illegal on the earth is illegal in heaven whatever you say is legal is legal in other in other in other words whatever happens to you is what you make happen to you the attack on my marriage illegal the attack on my children illegal I'm speaking to somebody I'm restoring you to your full potential you will be called Peter somebody hear me I'll remove the shame of your youth I'll make you new when they look at you they're not gonna say oh yes the unbeliever and yes the sinner when they're gonna look at you they're gonna say yes the answer he has the key Come on, turn to somebody and say, we have the keys. We have the keys. I've seen so many Christians just take the attack, take the attack, take the attack. When does the Christian stand up and understand who they are and say, devil, today is the last day of sadness. I'm taking back my gladness. Now, I want to show you something. I want to show you something. You know, with all the mockery that's going on around the world, people mock God, they mock Jesus. Scripture jumps into my heart in the book of Psalm. Oh, arise, O God, and scatter your enemies. Jesus calls him to the side. He says, the Son of God is going to suffer. Directly after, give him the keys. Directly after, he restores him. Tells him that the Son of God is going to suffer. He's going to die. And then on the third day, he's going to rose again. And you know what Peter did? He said, here come here. Jesus says, come here. I rebuke you. That's what Peter did. He rebuked Jesus. Now imagine that. I think here is the chimerical settles. settles. He just gave him the keys, the authority. He found something in him. Now Jesus gives him deeper revelation. He says, the son of man is going to suffer. Peter said, not on my watch. Peter is so small. Christians ought to love. Ask Peter to love you. He'll take out a sword and cut off your ear. Amen. He'll make you a deal you cannot refuse. My man was small. <laughs> I'm giving you the keys. Peter, listen to me. I'm going to suffer. They're gonna kill me. No, no, come here, Lord. Yeah, yeah, we're sorry. I rebuke you. That's what he said. And here's the response of Jesus: Get behind me, Satan. No, hang on now. He just told him, You the man. There's the papa, here's the O. Okay, cause probably yeah. You're the main Mac. El Pepe. Head of the church. Now he tells him, there's a Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Now, that is three words. That's so powerful. You see, you need to understand that whatever stands in front of your destiny, you have to utter those words and says, get behind me, Satan. Every attack on your life. Come on, somebody shout. I said, somebody shout. You better look at that lie in front of you and say, lie, 
get behind me, Satan. Come on, you better look at that divorce papers and say, get behind me, Satan. Until you open up your mouth, nothing's going to happen. Can I preach to you? Your pain must never speak louder than your praise. I said, your pain must never speak louder than your praise. The Bible says this clearly, that God raised up Paul to preach this gospel. Paul was a Roman citizen. Paul went out and he preached this gospel. People were healed and there was a, a, a girl that was possessed. She made a lot of money for her masters. Paul gave, became fed up with the devil, casted out that devil from her. Come on, speak to somebody. Acts chapter 16. And the Bible says the following, that they became angry at him and they threw him and Silas into prison. Now what they did was, every single jailer, if a prisoner escaped, you would have been killed. So a jailer was responsible. And by the way, I love this about Paul. Paul was, it was illegal for them to chastise Paul because Paul was a Roman. But when Paul stand before them, he did not say, hey, hang on guys, I'm a Roman, you can't beat me. The laws stated that if he was a Roman, they should have left him. Paul was a Roman. Silas was a Roman. They were Roman citizens. But they did not defend themselves and say, we are Romans. Paul understood something. That there's a jailer that needs Jesus Christ. There's a family that needs to be turned around. I am not going to allow my pain to be bigger than my praise. You see, when you have to praise God at such a point in your life, when people around you say, what must I do to be saved? They put them in the inner prison, in stocks, feet in stocks. And the scripture says this, Paul was not waiting for God to deliver him before he had a song. Paul knew how to praise and how to worship a loving God. Come on, say, but at midnight. You see, you have to understand, every time there's a trial, the devil will come and try to get you to give up. You will have to come to a point where you say, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Scripture says this, Paul in prison, and he starts to sing a beautiful hymn. Oh, I love this. They worship the king of glory. The Bible says that the jailer outside listened to them. They listened to how... And the Bible says even those prisoners listened to how Paul and Silas in the middle of a trial, in the middle of the darkest hour of the day, still have the time to worship an unchanging God. You see, you have to understand, in the middle of prison, Paul was the one who says, rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say to you, rejoice. You should not let your situation define who you are. Jesus gave you the keys to the kingdom. This means that when you're in a prison cell, you have the power to unlock your destiny. Come on, keep moving forward and say, devil, get behind me. You allow people to steal your joy, situations to steal your joy, but this joy that we have came from God. Come on, I'm giving you five more hours, then I'm done, so hold on. Come on, shout yes. I said shout yes.
Now they're singing a song. While Paul is praising the Lord, the Bible says God sent an earthquake. Yes, Lord. I just let him say, I will go to the ends of the earth to get you out of your situation. Hallelujah. I think I'm preaching to myself today. I said, I'm preaching to myself today. I'll go to the ends of the earth to get you out. If God should send an earthquake to get you out of your situation, you better hold on. The earthquake is coming. I thought by now you'll be running twice around this building. My pain is temporary, but my praise is everlasting. Can you imagine Paul told Silas, hey, let me show you how we take a prison cell and turn it into a praise center. Somebody weeps in the back. I'm, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I'll do anything. Just get me out. And here's Paul. Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Jesus, you always hear me when I call. Jesus, oh, you pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest. Sweetest name of all. Can you hear them in the back? I'm just innocent. It wasn't me. Uh, yes, Paul. And Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Jesus. Whoa. You always hear me when I call. Jesus. You pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest. Sweetest name. Suddenly there's an anointing. Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Jesus, you always hear me when I call. Jesus, you pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest, sweetest name. I can hear Paul. Karama sondo, kina masi endoro, kinandro masi kendrich nibreno, kiando kibra masi tendrono, masutanda Suddenly. Suddenly, suddenly, you see, don't allow them to steal your joy. Don't allow them to steal your praise. When you feel down and out, you say, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. They've whipped Paul. They've whipped him. This guy was in excruciating pain. But he did not allow his pain to stop his praise. If you know how to praise, doesn't matter what you face, how broken and how dark the night might seem. If 
you can hold fast to your faith in God. He's here. You better lift those hands to heaven and love him just for a second. Oh, Ramamashandolo. excited I forgot to show you that scripture but that scripture says Jesus told him I'm going to die Satan says I believe Satan used Peter to say there's no way tell him there's no way he's going to the cross there's no way he's reaching his destiny Jesus says get behind me Paul whipped in prison his pain did not allow his praise to stop every time a man knows how to praise he will move God. God will pass a hundred people to get to you if you know how to praise your way out of situation. I, I want to tell you this. I feel in my heart this morning. I have to tell people, whatever you face, praise your way out of it. You stand before that judge and he says, no, he does not have the final say. When you stand before that doctor and he says, it's over, he does not have the final say. If you can find within yourself a praise and make sure that your praise is louder than your pain. I'm telling you right now, it seems so dark. You don't know where to turn and what to do. But I have a scripture to back this up. That when it's at its darkest, breakthrough is around the corner. Hallelujah. Now here, listen to this. Paul sings and Silas sings and the prisoners are depressed and they don't know what to do and the jailer is unsafe. He's an unsafe Philistine. He stands there at the gate and they listen to how they sing. And Paul's singing and Paul's praise moved God. I said Paul's praise moved God. The Bible says, now you can imagine, here they are in the middle of prison. They are locked up. An earthquake came. When did the earthquake came? The Bible says, Paul and Silas were singing hymns. But at midnight. I was supposed to call this sermon, the midnight cry. At midnight. 
at midnight. An earthquake came. Can you see that whole atmosphere starts to shift? The jail walls starts to tremble. Door starts to swing wide open. You, listen, you don't listen to me. Shackles broke. Shackles broke. Depression went. The jailer had the fright of his life. And he took his own sword. And just as he's about supposed to do it and kill himself, Paul cried out from prison. He says, we did not run away. We are still here. Paul went through all that pain. Because he knew there was one guy. You're not going through what you're going through for nothing. your testimony is somebody else's lifeline you're going through what you're going through to tell somebody hold on I've been young and I've been old I've never seen the righteous or sick I feel Jesus in this place do you know what the Bible says the jailer ran in the first words was, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Now you better hear me. Paul and Silas prayed God in such a way until heaven responded. And the jailer outside said, Surely these men know the way of life. And then he runs in. Have you noticed? He didn't say, I get back in. He falls on his knees. He says, sirs, what must I do? What must I do to be saved? The Bible says he, the jailer and his whole household were saved because of Paul's life. Now, later in Scripture, you will find Paul on his way to Malta. And there's a storm raging on the ocean. And Paul, Paul told the guys, he said, I am the man of God. I warned you not to get out on the ocean i told you that but you did not listen he says but because of me there will be no death on this boat today because of me why because of me because i know how to praise him i know how to hold fast when the devil says you are done i know what it means to say get behind me satan I said, get behind me, Satan. Everything could have been saved. But you disobeyed God. I want you. But you can thank God I'm on this boat with you. Because an angel of the Lord, come on, came last night and he told me because of me, God will protect you all. And the Bible says they... They were shipwrecked and they came to an island called Malta. And the Bible says this Malta, they found favor among pagans. Strange, it was not among Christians. Pagan worshippers gave them favor. Paul was wet, beaten, still recovering of marks, hungry. 
And Paul realized that when he came to the island, it's cold. And the Bible says that Paul makes a fire, and as he puts his hand into the fire, what happens? A vapor. A snake bit him on the arm. Now, the Bible says justice demanded that he should die. Justice was a pagan god. They believe that the pagan god is attacking, killing Paul. But while the snake bites him, Paul does this. They wait for him to swell up and die. But they did not know that Paul knew that my praise is bigger than my pain. My praise is bigger than my pain. The only reason why snakes come out and bite is because the devil knows his time is short. And he knows that God is about to do it. Come on, tell your neighbor, you are next in line for a miracle. Now here's Paul on this boat. And he says, there's a storm. I told you. I told you. You better thank God. Do you have a guy that leads praise and worship? Can you imagine when Paul was... And they turned to him, what are we going to do? We're going to die. And yes, Paul, I'm going to sing in the middle of the storm. Louder and louder. I'm going to hear my praises roar. Up from the ashes, hope will arise. Come on, death is defeated. Oh, the king is alive. I'm gonna sing, oh, in the middle of the storm, louder and louder. Gonna hear my praises roar. Up from the ashes, hope will arise. Come on, Paul said, death is defeated. The king is alive. Death is defeated and the king is alive. Whoa, can you feel it? Can you feel it? It's about to break open. I said at midnight something is about to happen for you. God is about to break the chains. Hallelujah. Bang. You can sit here and say, well, that's a good sermon. Or you can get on your feet and say, Satan, I rebuke you. Get behind me. You want to hear what the Spirit of God is saying? You will not, they will not die because of you. Your family is not going down because of you. Somebody's praise is getting dangerous this morning. I said, somebody's praise is getting dangerous this morning. 
You are a danger zone for the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They put you in prison. You sing your way out. Come on, you. Where am I? You go into a ship and the ship is about to sink. But you know the anchor holds. Bites him. Get behind me, Satan. Oh! At least two people. At least two people has grabbed a hold of this word. It is illegal for the devil to attack me, my family, my mother-in-law. Come on, it's illegal. It's illegal. It's illegal. Get behind me, Satan. You see, you have an opportunity today to, to tell God about your problem. Or you can tell your problem. There's praise in my mouth. My God is about to move mountains. Thank God that the gospel is living. Jesus Christ is alive. And because He's alive, we can love. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, I said hallelujah. 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 At midnight. At midnight. At midnight, at midnight, at midnight, at midnight, at midnight, at midnight, bang! At midnight, come on, tell somebody, at midnight, at midnight, at midnight. I declare in the name of Jesus that the tide is turning. I said the tide is turning. Somebody needs to grab a hold of this word. I said somebody has to place a demand on the anointing of God and say, I'm coming out of this one too. I'm telling you, you are going to make it. You are not going to die young like that doctor told you. Your family will be saved. Your children will come back to Jesus. Hallelujah. Your children will be delivered by the power of God. Your children will be delivered by the power of the Holy Ghost. You are not going down. You are coming up. Well, the devil will try. And he sees he can't get you here. He's trying there. He can't get you there. He's coming here. Aisa, slunks are okay. But there's one thing he cannot do. He cannot step into the arena of praise. Oh, did you hear me? He cannot come there. He's thrown out of heaven. I said, he's thrown out of heaven. 
He cannot sing no more. The only song he sings is, I'm on the highway to hell. But Jesus is alive. Come on, tell your neighbor, Jesus is alive. If you believe this message, why do you look so sad? I said, why do you look so sad? Get behind me, Satan. You better tell your problem now. Get behind me, Satan. Come on, you better tell fear. Get behind me, Satan. Tell doubt. Get behind me, Satan. Tell that COVID. Get behind me, Satan. Tell that mask. Get behind me, Satan. Tell that vaccine mandate. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, devil. Somebody listen to the Spirit of God. They will not be deaf. The storm might rage, but your praise is bigger than your pain. Somebody needs to do this right now. Come on, somebody needs to do this right now. Get behind me, Satan. I said, get. I said, get. I said, get behind me, Satan. Oh. Don't think, don't think Monday they're going to leave you alone. Monday they will come and they will attack. But you have the authority. Get behind me, Satan. Not today, sir. On Sunday you feel like you can move mountains. And Monday you walk in there and you're... They need to be there. If they are not there, in whose presence will God bless you? He says, I prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. My cup overfloweth. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to praise him until the walls come down, until the prison door starts to shake, until the mountains move. Hallelujah. Come on, praise him. Praise him. Where's our worship team? Come and help me here quickly. You move mountains. Echo in Jesus' name. Come on, I want you to praise Him right now. Praise Him out of your situation. Praise Him out of your situation. At midnight. At midnight. At midnight. Louder, louder, louder. I hear my praises Hey! 
precious. Earth is the feel oh, Earth is the feel Earth is the feel The King is alive. The King is alive. I'm going to sing. In the middle of the song. Oh, it's happening. Oh, it's happening. Get me 
victory, 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 victory.
victory, 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 Just for two minutes more. Jesus. 
<laughs> you are the sweetest, sweetest name. Of all. The sweetest name. Jesus. Hallelujah. You pick me up each time I fall. Jesus. You pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest. You're the sweetest. Sweetest name of all. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. You're the sweetest name of all. Jesus. You always heal me when I call. Jesus. You pick me up each time I call. You're the sweetest. try to strip you of everything but they can't take your praise when you start to praise something in the atmosphere is getting ready to shift over your life you see the Bible says this that joy comes in the morning weeping just lasts for the night but thank God the joy joy comes in the morning and it doesn't matter what you face midnight the breakthrough comes. So Lord, I ask you to touch each one of them. In the name of Jesus, let joy be restored among your people. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 coming 
I said, I believe that there's a miracle coming. I said, I believe that there's a breakthrough coming. I believe something is about to happen for you and your family. I sensed it so strong in my heart. Tell the people in this building, something is about to happen for you and your family. And the requirement is only belief. All things are possible. Is there anybody sick in this place? If you're sick in your body, quickly come to the front. Who enjoyed today's service? Who said the Lord has done something for me? I want you to do this one more time. Say, get behind me, Satan. Come on, get behind me, Satan. Come on, say it like you believe it. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> Get behind me, Satan. Come on, say with your boldness. Get behind me. Hallelujah. Come on, but before we pray for them, lift your hands and cry out to Jesus quickly. Come on. We glorify your name. Authority over depression, spread up the pressure, let it go in Jesus. 
mighty name, I break that power. You, my healer. Jesus, when he gives, he stands in agreement that your power will go through that boy now. I say to your word, Lord, you every disease. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. I break that authority and power. In Jesus' name, I break it. In Jesus' name. Come on, give Jesus a hand of praise. Lord, our healer, the one who heals every disease. Come on, can we give Jesus the greatest praise in this place? I want to tell you quickly that remember the weekend for, for Easter, Easter weekend. We'll do service Friday night, Sunday morning, and we're going to celebrate the risen King. So Durban, Durban will be our last uh, traveling for the nation in South Africa. They want to focus here. 